Underpowered Hour on this week's spooky, spectacular Halloween episode. We talk about Destination Defender, wiring gremlins trapped in customs, and a special spooky Land Rover story for Mike. And now, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Steve Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about our cars and what we're working on at thebarriscollection.com or follow us on Instagram at thebarriscollection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss. Thank you to everyone joining us today. I'm the worn vinyl and horsehair seating to Stephen's subscription-based heated seats. I'm the cold posterior of podcasting, Ike Goss. I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram, at Pangolin 4x4. Let's get started. All right, Ike. Well, in the news uh, again this week, we talked about it a little bit last week, but we Mm -hmm. are thrilled absolutely thrilled so thrilled tune into the youtube to see how thrilled we are to be going to destination defender yay uh, yay <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're we're packing up the rebel rally team of uh, of jenna and liza shipping the car out there uh as well as them well we're actually packing them in custom made road cases uh and those will go inside the car and then the car will take a two and a half week journey to uh, New York. Um, you know, we have some uh, some uh, peanuts and uh, a little bit of water, I think, in those cases, possibly. I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't think we've confirmed that, but whatever. Um, and uh, we will unpack everyone on the other side. And uh, you and I will be doing uh, some fabulous live, live podcasts. Anything can happen. Literally anything, anything can happen. Live podcasting with yet to be named guests. Yes. Yeah. Live from destination defender in new york do you know it's called oz farm because it was apparently used in the the production of the wizard of oz i did not know that yeah apparently it was i I, i'm not sure abigail did some research and apparently it is somehow associated there's like the dorothy barn and some of these things so it is in fact wizard of oz themed which all good Land Rover events should be. Um, and uh, yeah, it looks, I mean, it's beautiful. Like it's an incredible place to get married. Um, and I believe Ike and I may, you know, we, we, may, we might get married live on air. Who knows? To, to people, to each other, to, I don't know, a defender. In, the, in these days, you know, anything, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything. It's, uh, it's, it's live. So it's, it's live. This, Literally anything This place is in black and white, right? It is. It's all black and white. Well, it's black and white until uh, the tornado hits, and then everything will be in color after that. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be great. Uh, there's uh, the uh, uh, the rebel team is going to set up uh, some uh, fantastic uh, lectures. There may be a orienteering activity that you can take yeah, uh, part in. Yeah. yeah, a little a little uh, getting lost in the woods in the uh, in the Oz farm. Uh, that'll be great. And then uh, we're like I said, we're going to do some we're going to do some live show with, uh, as you said, some yet to be announced. But the guests that they have floated big names. It's huge. Huge names. high quality 
celebrity individuals. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so we're looking very forward to that. So if you haven't gotten your uh, tickets or passes or glamping passes or regular camping passes, there's still some of that stuff available. Uh, Destination Defender uh, on the internet, I assume. And uh, that is, uh, it's the uh, 12th and 13th. Is it not? uh, Is that what it is? I believe so. And, and I should, I should mention this free admission to series and classic defender owners. That's exactly right. Yes. If you have a classic uh, defender and a series uh, and or a series defender uh, or series Land Rover, rather you, you get free admission. I think they're, they're hedging their bets there because uh, I do believe it has to come in under its own power, I think is the catch. Uh, I think the other catch is you actually have to surrender it to them in exchange <laughs> for the tickets. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. In many cases, you're probably making money on that deal. I'm just saying. I, I know a few folks that uh, that you'd probably make money on that series car. It's a great way to just to get rid of it. You know, you don't have to pay to scrap it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it's going to be a good time. There, uh, uh, JLR has been uh, awesome. Uh, and uh, Jeff and the gang there have been fantastic to work with. And we've got some, we've got some fun stuff planned. Oh, boy. It's going to be a... Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're uh, looking forward to that. So if you are on the East Coast and uh, you are not doing anything the weekend of the 12th and 13th uh, or, hey, even if you are doing something, I guarantee you it's not going to be as much fun as uh, seeing uh, Ike and I trying to compass navigate around the woods uh, at the Oz Farm. So uh, come on out. And enjoy that. We'll have, of course, as we always do, stickers and uh, fantastic uh, giveaways and and things like that we will will also bringing my jerry can of spare compass fluid that's exactly right so if you need a little top up on your compass like is your man and uh we're thrilled to announce that the rebel rally team defender uh stickers are available uh, yes. Now on the online store. So you can uh, cool. head on over to underpoweredhour.com and uh, the wonderful uh, Auto Nation, uh, AJ uh, there has uh, has done uh, his amazing illustrations as usual. And uh, these are uh, fantastic. A uh, couple different sizes available. Uh, I think just the mini ones are up there right now, but uh, in the next week or so, all of the sizes will be up there. Uh, they're clear backed, so you can stick them on your windows. You can, uh, you know, stick them over your speedometer. You can uh, put them wherever you feel. Uh, the need uh, for a little uh, rally car uh, inspiration. And uh, we'll have some of those with us uh, out in uh, New York as well. So uh, come on out and see us. It's going to be a a heck of a time. So, Ike, this uh, is, of course, our second annual, even though we didn't do the first one, but second annual uh, spooky Halloween-themed episode of (laughs) uh, the Underpowered Hour. Uh, Only the spookiest. So, uh, Ike, I think you had uh, an interesting, uh, you know, tip top uh, tech tip about wiring gremlins. Well, do that it's after less, of a, it's less of a tip, it's less of a tip than a tail. Ooh, spooky tail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So uh, we, tell. yeah, we uh, received from a customer a Argentinian Series One 107 station wagon. And uh, this car uh, was, you know, kind of fundamentally pretty good. You know, a lot of South American cars are, you know, kind of hodged together. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This particular one had a custom wiring harness in it. And uh, the dashboard looked like the interior of a complicated aircraft. Many, many switches, (laughs) extra gauges, dials, Uh you know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of those horizon things for some reason. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah landing gear yeah, yeah. you know like yeah. a lot of uh, I, i'm gonna say needless accessories mm-hmm. and it, it had a, a heater and it it um you know looked pretty tidy this car uh-huh. and uh, it came to us because the owner um had a like a clutch uh failure which resulted in the, the demolishing of his furnace in his garage. He like drove through the furnace. Oh, no. in the back of his garage. So oh, it no. came to us for that. And then he's yeah. like, Oh yeah. You know, like sometimes the lights are finicky or something. And I, I was like, no problem. That'll right. be easy to sort right. it out. It's not a right. big deal. Um, but uh, we, we didn't realize that uh, the extent mm. of wiring, there was probably um Somewhere between thirty-seven and forty-two miles of of blue, <laughs> only blue wiring, which were unlabeled. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to go. You'd turn on the right turn signal, and you'd hear a small child laughing in the background. We don't know exactly why, but uh, well, it's yeah. funny you mention that because there were a lot of gremlins like that, where um, you know, seemingly separate systems would interact with would one somehow another. be interrelated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you'd turn on the heater. And the car would stop running. <laughs> it, just, it was like a kill switch. You turn on the heater and, and the car would stop running, but the heater would turn on in oh, all nice. fairness. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. and um, so that was, that was uh, one of the things that happened. Right. Uh, right. There was a lot of extra like uh, warning lamps in the dash. In addition to the, you know, stock three, you know, choke and uh, um, uh, oil pressure and charge mm-hmm. lights, you know, mm-hmm. usually right. there's three yeah. on a series yeah. dash. That's right. There was like a number of different switches and, and, and lights that would supposedly come on when the switch was engaged to tell right. you that the, yeah, that, that it was whatever in use. Yeah. You didn't yeah, forget to leave it on. That or circuit whatever. was on. Yeah. Uh, the problem was somehow they were all connected. And, uh, when you would like operate the turn signals, <laughs> All of them would blink, like like thirty <laughs> lights on the dash would blink on and off, and it was uh, it was distracting to say. Yeah, the I least, would say. So. Yeah, that sounds slightly distracting. Yeah. So you know that was one of those cars where it definitely had some spooky electrical gremlins, and it it took hours to sort out. Oh, I can imagine all of yeah. the circuits, and you know, figure out where those open grounds were and you know it was it was it was spooky when do you just sort of call it a day and uh just replace the wiring harness at that point like just sort of start from scratch yeah i think my rule of thumb on that is uh is frequently and often (laughs) right right yes yes (laughs) so i uh i do i do regularly replace the wiring harnesses a lot of those old uh trucks they have funky stuff going on and you really have to you kind of um, have to, yeah. Yeah, you kind of have to. Not only are there electrical issues, there's also this safety hazard with yeah, some of that yeah. stuff. Well, some it, of those the, little bullet connectors start to fall off, and then all of a sudden they're sitting against ground somewhere, and then they're, you know, yeah, I, I agree. But uh, and, and when the wiring harness itself starts to deteriorate, mm-hmm. like the repairs aren't necessarily time yeah. well spent. Yeah. But, uh, you know, some of that equipment he wanted to keep. Mm, and right, so right. you know not only do you have to integrate that into the harness you mm-hmm. know you kind of have to make it uh, you know do it in a way that's yeah. uh sympathetic to the period yes. you know yeah. and 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 make it better than 42 miles of blue wire 
why why is it when people make their own harness they only use one they color use one wire. color of wire i know i mean the thing is it's it's pretty inexpensive to get like a kit of different colored wires you know yeah yeah i don't know i don't know it is true though if somebody is going to have done a wiring project on the car before you got it it is nearly an absolute guarantee that it is going to be the same it's all the same color usually it's red Either yeah it's, it's usually say... red sometimes it's black occasionally it's just zip cord from like a lamp uh yeah you know yeah there's some good yeah. ones i've seen some good ones speaker wire seems to be very popular because i think you can get it at like radio shack or whatever so you've got the red and white speaker wire which are the red and uh, black which i do use red and black for like you know power supplies to you know ham radios and things like that so that i know specifically like that's an isolated power thing and it might be live to the battery like don't you know, don't poke something into it or don't, you know, but uh, yeah, too many people just are like, well, this is a good call. I'll, I'll buy a spool of wire and do all this wiring. Yeah, it's all, it's always red. And and yeah. everybody's cousin has some speaker wire left over from oh, their, for sure. their for sure. six stereo installation. And terrible crimp on connectors, like with the, with the crimper that came with the kit that like just makes them like bend at a 45 degree angle and oh, then wraps electrical tape on that. And it's terrifying. <laughs> my my favorite is when they take those uh, ring terminals oh, yeah. and they take like 40 of them and they yeah. put a single long bolt through yes. the middle yeah, of all of them to make block. like a bus yeah. connection. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> a little homemade bus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the funny thing is, is those things are so inexpensive to get like the right thing. You can go on Amazon and, and get them. Or I, I, don't, I don't know if you use Ytech, but uh, like Ytech is like the, the, the McMaster car of like little fiddly electronic bits and i uh, i'm a big fan i get uh it's, it's a little bit expensive but you can get some super custom shit from those guys they've got neat stuff so that's cool i'm a big fan especially we had to do all those modern style connectors for the uh all the led uh rally lights on the on the defender uh rally car mm -hmm. and so they uh, they're those weird little three pin like little pins inside of pins little rubber bits little silicone bits because they're all watertight and everything and you need all these special tools and everything and instead of just like cutting all that shit off and putting on something we had we decided that we wouldn't in fact, invest in the tooling to be able to make all that stuff that they use. And that's what they use on like a modern trophy truck because it's all, you know, it's submersible and everything. And it's all this kind of stuff. And you know me and my love of modern trophy trucks. So, uh, yeah, it's good. What's the name for those connectors? Weather pack? It's, like uh, what, it's like one up from the weather pack. And the weather oh, pack and the little up. green guys, these are the ones that are gray and orange. Green I forget orange. exactly the name for them. But, yeah, they're even like, they're even fancier. Typhoon pack. pack. <laughs> Typhoon pack, yeah. Because I use weather pack connectors. I mean, you know, the sure. modern modern cars use them and they're pretty cheap you can get them on amazon and stuff and those are i definitely suggest like using those on a modern car versus like getting the dumb little crimp on terminals and doing the little spade connectors and the little shovels and, and then of course i have the opposite for all the series cars that is just the little brass pieces that get you know crimped on little bullets and stuff like that and it's all it's nice to have those things side by side you know a modern connector versus the old ones so your garage could be full of all of this material. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about spooky. Try keeping it all organized. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, so there's that. And then um, I, I, I know you have one more and very important uh, story. I think people have been uh, wanting to hear this for a while, but I thought it would be uh, particularly Halloween-y to talk about. Uh, we've talked about them before, the powerful UK limited guys. Uh, they have a channel on uh, the, uh, the old YouTube, uh, powerful UK 
Ltd. And they do a lot of like defender upgrades uh, to modern defenders. So they'll order the parts kit from Land Rover and sort of show you how to put the snorkel on or install the new winch. And it's really fascinating just to see how many steps it takes to put the snorkel on the side to tape it, double stick tape the snorkel on the side of the defender. It takes an incredible number of steps. And my little vent thing fell out the other day. Thankfully, while I, I closed the door in a parking garage, the little vent just fell off the side no. of the defender. Yeah, so I got to, and it's sure enough, held on with basically double stick tape. So I got to get in there and double stick tape it back on. But uh, they have visited the most haunted hotel in the United Kingdom, apparently. Most haunted. There isn't. Now that was featured in High Spirits, wasn't it? The film I think it was. I think it was. So sure. this was, this is, this is the most, the most haunted, but they didn't do it in just any car they what? did it in a brand new land rover 110 dressed to be the ghostbusters ecto-1 so this really meets a crossroads for me of uh, land rovering and ghostbusting that is uh it's a nice for those place of you that don't yeah. know the uh, the only thing that steven likes more than land rovers is ghostbusters it's true it is it is one of the things that i like more than <laughs> land rovers i uh i'm a huge fan of the franchise i have a proton pack just right over there and this ecto-1 behind me uh all kinds of all kinds of stuff i love uh i love the busting of ghosts uh and i love the driving of land rovers so this uh this is a worthwhile video to check out the guys are hilarious uh like it's a they're just a fun bunch of we, we gotta reach out to those guys and get them on the show at some point um i'm not exactly sure when they built this uh ecto-1 uh defender but they did it's white and it's got uh, land rover stickers or i'm sorry uh ghostbuster stickers on it and it's got some shit up on the roof that looks ghostbustery and it's got the the lights and everything it's uh it's pretty clever. I'm uh, I'm a big fan. And uh, anyways, they take it to uh, to visit this uh, super haunted, uh, super haunted hotel. And uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they actually managed to catch any ghosts. I didn't watch the video to the end, but uh, but uh, I do have it in my queue to watch later. So we'll have to see. Maybe I'll watch it on the plane on the way to the uh, destination defender. So how heavily modified is this defender? Does it have all the accoutrements? It has some for sure. Now it looks as though it is stickers and reversible roof mounted equipment. I don't believe they've drilled any holes in the body or cut anything through the windows or they've added any, uh, any irreversible uh, modifications to the defender, but it certainly is uh, Ecto-1 looking. Uh, it's got great stickers and it's got, uh, you know, I don't know, some hoses coming off the roof and stuff that makes it uh, a very nice homage uh, to the uh, 1959 uh, uh, Miller Metro. Uh, I found Cadillac. a picture of this car. Yeah. What do you think? And uh, it does have like a, a bunch of equipment on the roof rack mm-hmm. and uh, it has some roto packs on mm-hmm. the uh, side naturally. Yeah, naturally. rack and it has emergency lights. Mm-hmm. It has steel wheels and white wall tires. Yes, it does it have has... white wall tires. Yeah, that was something I noticed that was uh, interesting. Yeah. And this particular photo, uh, it has, um, you know, sort of the red and white emergency uh, tape along the bottom edge, has yes. the Ghostbusters logo. And uh, in this in this picture, it has a sheep in the backseat. Yes. Yeah, so part of this video is also fitting a sheep into the car, into the back load space of the Defender. Again, I skimmed the video quickly. How is that related? Uh, it's all part of the show i guess i'm not sure but uh you uh you have to go over to the uh powerful uk limited uh youtube channel and check it out it's uh it's everything you want from a spooky halloween uh ghostbusters themed defender video so 
you know, of, of all of the Ecto Ghostbusters themed Land Rover videos you will watch this holiday season, uh, let it be this one. You know, let this one uh, make sure you, you slip it in. We're going to take a very quick break to hear from this sponsor. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And now back to the show. So, uh, Ike, for the uh, for the feature presentation, the uh, the spooky yeah. the spooky story of the year, if you will, uh, yeah. turn down the uh, the lights on your dashboard and uh, you know drop the landing gear or whatever in your Series Three and uh, and uh, snuggle up to your podcast devices, ladies and gentlemen, as uh, Ike Goss you, uh, regales you with a tale. Uh, of terrifying uh, semi-Land Rover-adjacent spookiness. This is a true story. And uh, I will preface this by saying the the events and people, and their names haven't been changed. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is, yeah, 100%. Are are factual. These Mm -hmm. uh, these individuals did exist, and uh, this did happen to me. Right. Not not specifically to me, but, uh, you know. Thank God. In my community, it happened right. in my community. So right. when I was in high school many, many years ago, um, yeah. there was uh, there was a, a, a eight, girl in, in one 1867 of my when I yeah. was in high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a girl in my Latin class, and mm-hmm. uh, her father had a Land Rover, and uh, I also had a, a Series Two A eighty eight diesel, mm-hmm. and uh, he had two Land Rovers: uh, a white NAS Defender one ten. Nice. And a white Range Rover Classic. He had Ooh, both of those cars. That's a great set. And so uh, I would periodically see him and, uh, you know, interact with him. He'd be picking up his daughter from school. He would be, you know, uh, you know, driving around. You know, he'd yeah. be at the, almost every day. You know, we'd, sure. we'd see him or About his About the wife, town uh, and his uh, variety of Land Rovers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And him and his wife, they owned a series or a chain of thrift stores mm-hmm. in the Indianapolis area. Okay. Carmel, Indiana is where they lived. Mm-hmm. And uh, I uh, lived not too far from them and we went to school with their kids. So uh, I kind of knew them and saw them. And uh, this this fellow's name was Herbert Baumeister. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was kind of a strange guy, but yeah, he sure. liked Land Rovers. That was clear. You know, he was a Land Rover enthusiast. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but he did his interactions with uh, people at the school were pretty limited. Mm-hmm. And so it was always kind of like seemed a little standoffish or whatever. Right. But, uh, you know, saw him very frequently. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the the girl in my class, she had a younger brother. And uh, one day, uh, the younger brother uh, was playing in mm-hmm. the the back of their rural property, mm-hmm. and uh, he found some some bones. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he was like, "Oh, dinosaur bones or whatever." You know, he right. was like excited. You know, when yeah. you're twelve, yeah. you know, bones yeah, sure. are cool, right? Yeah. And so he took them to his mom and was like, "Check out these bones, dinosaur bones, mom." And his mom was like, uh, "Whoa, those." Uh, those don't look like dinosaur bones. Not only do they not look like di- dinosaur bones, they also don't really look like deer or like raccoon bones yeah. or like something you would find in the woods. Mm. You know, those those look 
pretty like pretty much like human and so uh she called the authorities she called the police yes, and the police yeah. came out and they were like those do look like human bones <laughs> and so they they brought a big team of like forensic type folks yeah. you know with uh suits and uh, trowels and yes you yeah. know bags and mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. things and mm-hmm. they start excavating on their property mm-hmm. and uh you know herbert uh leaves town oh herbert leaves town he's he's gone so mm-hmm. uh, obviously suspicion immediately falls on uh yeah, that is mr baumeister that, uh, that is a little uh a little suspicious yeah yeah a little suspicious right uh-huh. and so uh the police immediately find like the remains of several people right and uh then they continue digging like they expand their search area you know and uh you know before long there's like trucks and uh there's like dozens and dozens of forensic investigators and uh, they end up finding the complete remains i think of 13 people and oh, the boy. partial remains of like 17 others like a lot you yeah, know i don't lot. know if those numbers are exactly accurate right, but a but... lot of people like <laughs> more than a dozen people and they're like oh we got a like a very prolific serial killer on our hands mm-hmm. And like this starts to disseminate out into the community. And like you can imagine, you know, at your high school, when one of the parents turns out to be a legit (laughs) serial serial killer, killer, yeah, like, uh, you know, or even if it's suspected, it's just like, yeah, yeah. that that sort of news spreads like wildfire. And well, it should, you know, like uh, you can't have a. Uh, no community with a no. serial killer in it no. um so uh they find all these remains and uh you know there's a there's a manhunt mm-hmm. for for mr baumeister and they're mm-hmm. they're looking for him and uh turns out he he drives he drives his range rover i believe it he drove the range rover up to canada mm-hmm. and uh he had filmed a lot of his atrocities he had filmed oh, no. the uh like the killings of people and he had all of the tapes and he burned all the tapes and killed himself in his range rover in the range lake. rover i i believe oh, he, he did you know like oh, i said I, yeah um i believe that's what happened so uh so they they didn't actually ever catch him he he kind of got away kind of got I, away I with mean, it after kind a fashion, of, yeah. yeah. After a fashion, yeah, yeah. He never, he never faced his accusers or faced justice or faced the law or whatever. But uh, yeah, he definitely got his comeuppance because uh, it was, uh, it, it was, they were hot on his trail. So it turns out <laughs> that Mr. Baumeister, for several years, had been driving around the belt lines of midwestern cities, mm-hmm. targeting homosexual runaways. And then he would take them back to his uh, rural property and uh, uh, kill them, rape them, and uh, burn their corpses in, uh, like, behind his pool house or something. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily yeah. in that order, right? Either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was uh, he was sure a twisted guy, and wow. uh, definitely the all time craziest Land Rover owner story I have ever encountered, um, and that. You know, that probably should have turned me off to Land Rovers altogether. In fact, though, you doubled or tripled down. Yeah. 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 I also don't know. I don't. And people have asked me this when I've told them that story. Uh, I don't know what number that defender is. So I'm sure floating out there is this uh, corpse wagon defender that's 
definitely got more yep. than electrical gremlins. It's super it's full haunted. on haunted. It's absolutely haunted. Yeah. 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 yeah that thing has definitely been used to well, transport there you go. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, somebody may have been murdered in it or several people may have been murdered in it. Yeah, there's some celebrities that have NAS Defender 110s, and I'm just like, I'm Oprah. secretly hoping that it's one of those. <laughs> Oprah's got the serial yeah. killer uh, Oprah's got yeah. the serial yeah. killer 110 yeah. or yeah, something like I that. But uh, it's it's out there somewhere, probably. and uh, Just waiting silently to kill again. It might be. It might, yeah, it wasn't him the whole time. It wasn't it was him the whole the time. Land Rover. It was the NAS Defender, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, the fire in the Range Rover, do we know he said it? Or that it was the Range Rover? I, I don't know if the Range Rover actually burned, honestly. Ooh. I know he set fire to the tapes, but I don't know if he incinerated oh, the Range Rover as well. So goodness. the Range Rover might also be out there somewhere. <laughs> oh, also Jesus. haunted. Yeah. Maybe in Canada. Maybe in Canada. Yeah. Wow. That's no. my spooky Land Rover serial killer story. And and again, that's true. You can look up Herbert Baumeister. They did a Discovery Channel special on oh, that guy. Nice. The nice. secret life of a serial killer. Obviously, yeah. his family had yeah. no idea that this sure. had happened. And were the uh, Land Rovers featured at all in the Discovery documentary or did they I never them watched out? it. Oh, really? I never no. watched it. I lived it, so I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't have to you didn't have to live yeah. it. Are you featured in the documentary? Are you are you I played by not. a young Joaquin Phoenix in the documentary? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, maybe yeah yeah wow that is uh that is quite the story that is a spooky land rover story i yeah. mean it's not very often that you like uh, just no. chillax with a uh, serial killer and uh yeah. you know it's funny i i have uh i've only been inspired uh not to collect uh land rovers by by a serial killer but to just uh eat people's faces that's the only thing oh, that's uh, ever yeah they are but, tasty uh, but other, other than that, uh, other than cats that, yeah. start there when you die in your it's home true, with cats. They do. They, they the start with the face. Yeah. Well, beef yeah. cheeks, you know, they're big in the UK, like the beef cheeks, like mm-hmm. uh, human cheeks, right? Mm, maybe. Uh, well, that is uh, definitely a spooky story, and uh, it's crazy. It's just crazy that it's a wild story. It's a wild story. It's actually it's actually true. And and this next uh, little clip, mm-hmm. not quite as spooky, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I feel like it's 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 apt for this episode. Mm-hmm. It, this is this is stuck in customs. <laughs> <laughs> no so, more terrifying, especially lately than, uh, yeah. than things stuck in. Yeah, customs. not only you know, few things are as terrifying as spending a bunch of money on a vehicle overseas and. <laughs> Unless it's the possibility of your own government seizing that vehicle and crushing it into a cube into and a then cube. charging you for the storage <laughs> yes. of that cube. Yes, much much like a, a tyrannical regime will uh, shoot a family member and then bill the rest of the family for the bullet. Uh, the U.S. government will crush your defender and then uh, do they send you? Do you get the cube when you're done? Like, will they will no. they send it? To, no, you don't. No, they just no. throw it away and you have to pay for it. No, no, they don't throw it away. They they sell it. <laughs> they <laughs> they sell it and keep the money. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my friend recently imported a Defender 110, uh, Mm -hmm. a completely, absolutely 100% legal 97 110. You know, uh, for those of you that don't know, there's a 25-year rule. You can't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, easily import a car that's newer than 25 years. That's right. Government will tell you that that's because, you know, uh, vehicles that are newer than 25 years don't meet EPA and DOT specifications and therefore they are clean unsafe and unclean Mm -hmm. uh however you can 
perfectly legally import vehicles older than 25 years, which are far more unsafe and far dirtier. Yeah, that's that's exactly. no problem. That's no problem at all. That's no problem at all. Yeah. So uh, my friend Steve, he wants to import a 300 TDI Defender 110, which is right. a great, great vintage of Defender. Yeah. And uh, he finds one in Spain, and yep. uh, you know it's a good example. It's for like them, one yeah. owner, original paint, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. really a good, uh, a fundamentally nice car. So he ships it on a boat, comes, uh, takes a few months. He does a roll-on, roll-off situation, yep. Yep. and uh, he uh, drives up, or sorry, excuse me, drives down from Reno with me. Yeah to yeah. la to pick up this defender yeah and uh, they t you know the boat's coming in everything's you know clear it, except everything isn't cleared <laughs> he gets there <laughs> yeah he gets to the he gets to la and the the port informs him that there is a special in inspection on his vehicle mm -hmm. and uh it's it, it's release is delayed and so he's like sitting in LA. He's like trying, he's waiting for this car to be released so he can drive it back to Reno. Coincidentally, and doesn't have his wallet or any ID. Yeah. Yeah. He might have left those in my car. So, uh, <laughs> so he waits and he waits. And finally, he has to go back because he's got to work. You know, he's yeah, got a job yeah, and he has job, to work. Yeah. He can't wait forever. Right. And so Customs tells him, you know, we'll tell you when it's ready, but it's going to be a while. And so. <laughs> he finally gets a notice that his car has been released. And so he flies back from Reno to mm. LA, mm -hmm. picks up the car and customs has dismantled parts of the car looking for contraband or something. Oh, drugs. Right. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah, what, yeah. Sure, you know, sure. uh, foreign military <laughs> technology that's right. been stored right. in the footwell of this land. Yeah, so 300 TDI defender. Yeah. 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 It's so common, common. So, uh, that's uh, yeah. so these, uh, these, experts in in supposedly imports and contraband that work yes, for our customs and border yes. protection they have removed the floors of his defender 110 <laughs> and if you're familiar with the construction of a defender 110 <laughs> you a, know that you can metal, see yeah. <laughs> the bottom of the floor and the top of the floor yes. by just looking you yeah just looking under like, the car yeah you don't have yeah, to do anything. you don't yeah. have to yeah. take yeah. it all apart so the floors were removed from the car <laughs> when he got it you can literally see the ground you know and uh, they had pulled up the insulation and like mm -hmm. torn a bunch of stuff and uh, for whatever reason they had uh, put a stick into the uh, locking fuel filler cap and broken it off oh no yeah so uh that just seems like some freelance so asshole going it's on a there. little yeah, disappointing yeah, to get this is, car that yeah. you've been waiting for months on it's yeah. a lot of money on to yeah. have uh have customs just just take it just, apart just but take it apart yeah better than having it crushed into a cube which that can happen if your car is uh illegally imported like it's right, imported as right. an older car if it's newer so That's be right. careful yeah kids. be careful yeah especially coming here into the port of los angeles uh it is uh, not a uh, not a good place uh it is no. uh difficult to bring things in uh they are you know the the customs officials here are no better or worse than anywhere but they have about 900 times more stuff to do they, so they they're, uh they're worse yeah they they're are uh, I'm just gonna say it. they're a fun bunch it's a fun bunch <laughs> just it's a fun bunch so yeah it's uh you know i i do you know the majority of the importing that i do i 
I first bring the car to Canada for a little while. Obviously, I can do that. I'm a Canadian citizen, so it's not a big deal. Um, and uh, leave it there. In fact, our, our good friend, our good friend uh, Vlado, has uh, found a TDCI 110 for me in uh, Italy, and we're in the process of getting that brought to Slovakia, and uh, it will live in Europe for uh, for a couple of uh, year or so, probably. Uh, there's maybe a a, a rally or two that the uh, team is thinking about participating in, and that car more to come on that. But uh, you know, if you've got an event in Europe uh, coming up at some point uh, in 2023 or 2024, and uh, and you'd like us to be there, send us a note, and uh, we'll see. We do have a we do have a European uh, uh, defender over there for a little while, so. Uh, European so we'll transportation about that. Yeah, exactly. If you're, uh, you know, if you're around and uh, you want to do some, uh, you want to do some off-road racing, uh, we're, uh, we're your, we're your Huckleberry. So uh, I get that. Uh, it has been a, a very spooky episode of the Underpowered. <laughs> we'll be back again uh, next week with uh, more hard-hitting uh, Land Rover investigative reporting. Uh, no, uh, no serial killers that I know coming up, but you never know. Uh, and unfortunately, because of uh, today's uh, extra spooky content, we have uh, run out of time for Ike's uh, spooky review of uh, Nando's Peri Peri Sauce. But uh, look forward to that in the future. And again, if you find yourself on the East Coast of the United States, or if you feel like going to the East Coast of the United States, uh, November 12th and 13th, we will be at uh, Oz Farm with the uh, Rally Defender and Jenna and Liza and Ike and I and Abigail and Cooper. Everybody will be there. The whole team and uh feel free if you see us uh you know approach with caution as always uh like uh, trying to feel the feed a wild animal but uh if you do manage to get in there uh we will have uh, stickers and uh, those sort of things so if you see us, please come up and say hello. We'd love to see you. And uh, if you'd like to uh, get some of those stickers, but you can't make it to uh, the uh, Oz Farm, uh, made popular, of course, by the uh, by the film, I guess, somehow. We'll find, we'll get more information on that. But uh, you can always head over to underpoweredhour.com and uh, check out uh, the online store. We have uh, very few t-shirts left now. We're basically out of t-shirts. So we're in the planning phase for next year's uh, uh, merchandise extravaganza. We're going to have some special holiday stuff coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So uh, get ready, uh, get ready for that. Uh, maybe a uh, tiny eye Christmas sweaters. I don't know. I've, I've had the request, but uh, we're looking into it. We're looking into it. It's being evaluated. Maybe tiny Ike socks. We'll see what we can do. But uh, at any rate, uh, that's it for uh, this week. So uh, Ike, as always, uh, thanks and uh, keep it spooky, my friend. All right, man. Take it easy. See you, Steven. The Underpowered Hour is produced by Liza Barris, Ike Goss, and me, Steve Barris. Pavel Svartov composed and performed our theme music. Consider supporting the show on Patreon, and if you already do, thank you. Your support makes the show possible. For even more, check out our Instagram or Facebook.